0: So on this week's episode of Be More Super, the podcast, I am so excited. I really am. Uh, my my guest has been in so many wonderful shows and films on TV that i followed over quite a few decades. It's Kelly Hugh. Kelly, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be it fun. Is, I can tell. Look at your background. It is a
0: pleasure. I know. I know. Well, it's green screen. Uh, I am limited with space and this is the quietest place i've got to actually do the my interviews so it's my sort of like my it. fortress of solitude well no it's in the attic believe it or not so it's <gasps> oh, as far away from the family as possible where it's quiet okay. but but every now and again i i get one of our cats coming up meowing at me so oh. i'll try and um, stop that because we've got quite quite a few cats we're trying to limit it so
1: you're in their space. This is their space. You're invading. Yeah, exactly. They exactly. rule.
0: They rule. Um, so I'm really excited to have you on. And we're going to chat about some awesome things. First of all, on Netflix at the moment, I've seen it. Um, oh, yes. and it's, I, I, I have. Um, and it's such a wonderful film. Finding Ohana. Is wonderful. It really is. And I can't wait for my kids to be old enough to actually sit down and and watch a film all the way through. Because it's awesome. If you could describe for me what the film is about and who you play in in that film.
1: Well, um, I... I keep saying that this is kind of like Goonies, where, I don't know, uh, only the older people will <laughs> understand Goonies, I suppose, <laughs> but it's like Goonies, but set in Hawaii, where these kids go on a treasure hunt inside the Kuloa Mountains, and, um, and I play the mother to two of the children, the kids, who are on this adventure.
0: And, and and it's just wonderful. And you mentioned the Goonies, and we have one of the stars from the Goonies that makes makes an appearance in, in the film, Data. Um, yes. I've got to say, it definitely has got a Goonies feel to it, but yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, Hawaii, such a beautiful place, and it just cha- changes it because I remember watching the trailer and I thought, this seems a lot like the Goonies, but it's not. It really isn't. And the story... You know the message at the end. I'm not going to spoil it for it, for anyone, but I'm man enough to say that I had a few tears. Uh, it's oh, such did a you? Ho- yeah, I did, I did. There there is a mo a mo a moment where um, I can't say no. I'm not going to ruin it. Um, <laughs> but but um, uh, when, when someone touches the face?
1: Um, oh I, yes, yes. Yeah, um, and. I I had a guest who came to the set um, when we were shooting those scenes, and he said, "This is like Hawaiian Game of Thrones. The <laughs> costumes were epic, and the lighting, and it was just so beautifully done, and so, and so, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, genuine uh, in the the respect to the Hawaiian culture." Mm. Um, you know, we had, uh, um, a lot of people on set who were Hawaiian natives, who uh, spoke the language fluently or speak the language fluently. And so, um, you know, there were uh, a couple of scenes in there where I had to speak Hawaiian and I just, I wanted to make sure I did it perfectly because I am part Hawaiian, but I don't speak it. And um, <laughs> and that's like the hardest, right? Is, is when you are the ethnicity, you know, you wanna really make sure you don't make any mistakes. Um, um, but uh, but yeah, I I think this might be um, the first exposure for a lot of people um, when it comes to you know seeing or hearing dialogue done in Hawaiian mm. and Pidgin English because um, I, I, I can't personally remember a movie that was sort of you know ac- accurately depicted mm. um, you know using Hawaiian language or Pidgin English.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing I liked about the movie, the fact that the subtitles, and <laughs> it, it, sort, it sort of te- te- teaches you a bit of oh, Hawaiian, and the culture is absolutely gorgeous. Hawaii was one of the places I was going to go to on my honeymoon, but... Um, but we ended up going to mexico uh but one day oh. um you know a, in hawaii. A, a, a... yeah you can drink yeah.
1: water in hawaii <laughs> i mean that's a big big difference
0: it's definitely on my list but the kids on the uh the, the 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 project as well was awesome i mean the kids are amazing in the film and many actors say don't work with kids and animals uh, but they've got to be such a pleasure to work with
1: these kids were amazing you know um uh there were three kids out of the four that that were uh polynesian um the two girls are actually from hawaii and um and alex ayono is is polynesian um uh he's uh maori and Samoan. and um and they got along so well they really became an ohana after the shoot hmm. they they are just such beautiful, beautiful young people. And um and uh, they were such pros and, and and it was their first film for three of them. So um yeah, and they did so great. Wow. They were just so professional, so charismatic, um, and and a lot of fun to work with. I just adore them.
0: Oh. And you was raised, you were born and raised in Hawaii. It must have mm-hmm. been nice because ov- obviously you're cur- currently in LA. It, it must mm-hmm. be really nice to actually go back and actually film there as well.
1: It really was and and coincidentally my parents who, you know, grew up in Hawaii all their lives um had just moved to Las Vegas. So oh, wow. in March they like, you know, rooted uprooted and moved their home, you know, to Las Vegas and I felt like You know, even though I don't live with them anymore, I felt like I had no more roots in Hawaii. And then this movie came along I got to spend a couple of months there. I stayed with some friends and 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 and, and, um, because I had no more home there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have a free room. (laughs) Uh, and uh, and and it felt so good just to to be sort of rooted and and feel like you know even though my parents were no longer there that Hawaii is still always going to be my home.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know what's really nice to see films that are are showing the culture. I mean, obviously we had Moana uh, that's mm-hmm. very very popular uh, with with <laughs> with the young young kids. Do you do 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 you think there is definitely a a um you know an opportunity for filmmakers to because hawaiian culture has got some amazing stories uh you know the history do you think there's a lot there for the filmmakers to actually take advantage of and actually produce more films you know based on the culture
1: absolutely you know i think a lot of people don't realize how deep uh rooted you know these this culture and how different it is um Even, you know, within Polynesia, you know, you've got although there's, you know, these groups of islands in the middle of the Pacific, every single one is very specific. Mm. Um, You know, the the Maoris in New Zealand have their own culture. Samoans have their own culture, Mm. you know. um, And so Hawaiians, our even though we are part of the United States and we're actually a state and a lot of people don't even know that in Mm -hmm. the United States. But, um, (laughs) but, uh, you know, our. Our stories are so different. Our our mm. history, our background, our culture is very, very different from the rest of uh, the United States and the rest of the world. Very unique. Mm. And you yeah. know, of course, we have all the Hawaiian mythology, and the we had our own monarchy. Um, you know, and and, and even the, the 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 current stories in Hawaii are are very uh, different and, and specific then, you know, you'd get anywhere else.
0: I mean, do you, do, you, do you think the culture is definitely coming back? Because from a lot of documentaries I've seen, it's like the culture has been sort of pushed, you know, back and, and, and started to disappear because obviously with the states, you know, take, taking Hawaii, you know, it's nice to see that culture com, com, coming back. Do you think it's coming back and a lot more people are being more aware of the culture of Hawaii?
1: absolutely absolutely you know um i i left hawaii uh, right after high school a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> back, back in the 80s and so it when i left you know even though i went to an all hawaiian school called Kamehameha where you had to be part hawaiian to to uh to even enter the school um i didn't know maybe i i knew maybe two people who were of pure Hawaiian ethnicity and only two people who knew how to actually speak Hawaiian. Um, But since then there's been a a resurgence of of the Hawaiian culture and language and so many of the young people have embraced it and and brought it back brought it back to life it was a culture that was nearly lost and mm-hmm. and just forgotten but these young people were determined to learn and and speak the language. Now we have Hawaiian immersion schools and so many, you know, programs. Um, and so, yeah, thanks to them, we were able to, to you know, rejuvenate and mm-hmm. and and bring back, uh, you know, the culture and a respect for the culture. Um, so, you know, you're getting a lot more. Um, People involved, um, you know, and 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 I think a good example is uh, the uh, a lot of the protests and the things that have been happening with the telescopes going up in you know Mauna Kea on the Big Island. Um, you know, people that have really organized and come together to to help you know uh, preserve what they consider their 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 culture and their islands.
0: Yeah definitely and and you know we've got to keep it alive with any culture because i think that over the years you know things are getting lost and i'm glad to see definitely. that um, more hawaiian culture is do you know what i've got to say i love how you say hawaii how how <laughs> how, how, how how do you pronounce it properly
1: it's actually hawaii
0: hawaii, hawaii. so it's like, like a v
1: yeah hawaii but because um, there's like a, a little thing glottal stuff we call it okina between the two i's so yeah, no, nobody else does
0: it correctly. <laughs> okay, good, good. So you've 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 starred in some really big budget movies, uh, and obviously Netflix doing such a an an amazing job producing these great films. How did it compare from the you know the big budget mo- movies you've been been on to filming Fi- Finding Ohana? But was it the same? I mean. How was it?
1: Well, you know, Netflix has quite a budget these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, yeah. they're a, a a a real studio. Um, you know, th- I of course this was not, you know, X-Men budget. <laughs> 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 um, um, but uh, you know, it's 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 considered I think uh, a pretty substantial. I don't know exactly what it was. But um, you know, I think that uh, also they shot a lot in Thailand. All those all those uh, cave scenes and stuff with the kids were done in Thailand. So I guess that is um, a way to to really save a lot, uh, make your dollar go a long way. But um, you know, I when you, when you're working on these glamorous, you know, huge studio tentpole films. You have the luxury of rehearsals and um, and you know taking longer with shooting the scenes and um you know just uh, it's 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 really quite spectacular to see how much money is spent (laughs) on some of these films um on things like flying in the creator of the vanilla ice blended to teach one of the assistants how to make it properly so they can make it on set i like those kind of things that are just like like ridiculous, you know those kind of budgets, yeah. you know. Whereas, you know, um, we did not have that in Hawaii. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who needs that? Who we needs were that? water? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've 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 often thought that these big budget movies, I think, can lose a bit. I think, you know, you know, you don't have to spend a lot to have a great story. And a great film. This is why I like these indie movies as well, because, you know, these movies that are shot on a a low budget, but the story and the acting just comes through. So, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's not about spending the money to uh, get a good product. So.
1: No, and especially right now with COVID, mm. um, they're really trying to restrict the amount of crew members on set um, to restrict the possibility of spreading COVID. Um, so it's it's you're going to see even smaller projects with smaller crews, and sometimes it's it's just more effective i think sometimes when you have too many people it's you know you're dragging a a city from location to location around with you and it's just the the logistics are are crazy with smaller productions smaller crews you can move a lot faster and more efficiently
0: yeah yeah i mean let's let's talk about your career you've probably been asked this quite a bit you've died a lot in a lot of your films and shows (laughs) and you must get so tired of being asked about this but don't you think it's better to to go out with a bang than oh. actually just leave a show or leave a scene
1: absolutely absolutely i have died in so many uh projects that every time i get a new job the first thing my mom asks is so do you die you know <laughs> <laughs> Hates watching me die, um, and I always said that one day I'm going to get all of my 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 death scenes together on a reel, and um, and have it played at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> wow,
0: well, well, that would would set the scene. It really would. It really would. Do you know how many times you've actually died on on screen? Have you got an idea? I,
1: I don't know. I've never actually counted, but. Um, but it would make a pretty substantial reel,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I had uh, Xander Berkeley that played George Mason on Twenty Four, and he's actually mm-hmm. uh, died forty three times on screen.
1: Um, wow! So
0: he and,
1: me, yeah.
0: Yeah, and he's actually got a show reel on YouTube on all his death scenes, and it's about four and a half five minutes long. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, what's been your favourite? You know your favorite, yeah, yeah, to go oh, out with a bang, yeah.
1: I have to say, the X Men death was pretty beautiful.
0: Mm, you know,
1: definitely. I mean, yeah, with the the tank and the oozing adamantium, and you know the music, and then that <laughs> clunk at the end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was pretty spectacular. I have to say, no blood involved.
0: No, yeah. and that is my 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 favorite as well. And you play Lady Deathstrike in X Men Two, which was an awesome Ooh. part. It really was. The thing that got me annoyed is that I wish that they would have explored, you know, her changing back because she wasn't a true villain. She's just misunderstood. She was being controlled. You That's know.
1: what I said. And she's got regenerative powers, so she should be able to come back, right?
0: Exactly, Mrs. Wolverine. You know, it could Hello. happen. I know. I believe that I tried. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> but but that was ab- ab- absolutely awesome. What what was that like working on screen? Um, you know, especially after the first movie came out and you go going on 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 set. What what was that like?
1: Um on 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 X-Men uh, on hmm. X2 it was awesome because they were there all these brilliant actors you know you've got Ian McKellen and Brian Cox and 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 Patrick Stewart you know I think Hallie had just won an Oscar um I mean it it, it was it was so surreal to just be in a room with all of these brilliant actors and watch their process and i have to say um it's 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 surprisingly playful and Mm. and and adorable really (laughs) because because really as actors we're just a bunch of kids playing pretend you know having fun and um and I think that a lot of times we try to stay in that sort of silly creative space as actors. Um, and so in between scenes, even though, you know, people are screaming and yelling or or, or killing one another, um, there's a lot of singing and dancing and just, just being really silly and um uh i think it's it's part of the process for a lot of actors you know to just kind of remain creative
0: and did you keep anything from from the set of x-men 2 i I
1: did i did Did um i have some 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 claws that were um that I used for the for the rehearsal process they're broken now I'm looking for them but I don't think I'd put them
0: I love it how I- you're looking around your room like they'll be just <laughs> left left on the side it's like no we'll leave them there that's awesome
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah it was um just stuff that I used in rehearsal um uh, I didn't steal any actual props uh, from uh, <laughs> I lo- there was nothing really that I would have been able to steal.
0: Um, but I love I it, do it how you call it, it stealing. <laughs> Sorry? I love it how you call it stealing, not borrowing. <laughs> you know, you're, 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 you're admitting to it straight away.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's long term borrowing, I suppose. you. Yeah. Say.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're keeping it safe you're keeping it safe yes. and you're looking after it
1: right so exactly, exactly. <laughs> they're they're not gonna miss
0: because because believe believe it or not you know these these props and these cost costume pieces go for a lot of money now there are collectors out there that would you know cut off their left arm for something from that show from yeah. that film and it's just oh, amazing yeah.
1: Yeah, I've never sold any any kind of um, you know, props or or anything from set cuz I feel like if you're not going to keep it if it's not going to mean something to you, then mm. you probably shouldn't have to take it, you know? It's really for me it would just it would be something personal, you know, yeah. to yeah, otherwise um, otherwise then it's really stealing, isn't it? <laughs> if you're yeah, just Yeah, and you it yeah and you're gonna sell it
0: so it doesn't mean anything you're just taking it to to make more profit um so kelly kelly you've been in the industry quite a while so you know i presume that you love the industry you know what's the best thing about being in this you know business
1: um you know there's there's a lot there's a lot of great things about being an actor um and being in this business um uh it's 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 just you know like I said it's 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 creative and it's fun and it's um, you know we we get to uh, play and and be kids and and um, pretend to be other people for a living um, and then we get to be adored for it which is really kind of <laughs> it's it's still. Stunning to me, like that people are willing, like I go to Comic-Cons and the the idea that people are willing to hand over cash for me mm-hmm. to just put my name on something. It's it's just it's still sort of baffling to me. I mean, it's not a check, you know, <laughs> it's like yeah. I'm I'm just writing my name on like a photo or a piece of paper. And um and the, and the fact that that anyone considers that valuable to me is just very um, it's. I'm. 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 I'm completely honored, but I'm also still baffled by the fact that it happens, mm-hmm. and that that people consider it something that you know that they they want to keep and, and collect. I just that's that's to me. Um, it's 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 kind of a, a, just a strange. Um, I don't know side effect or symptom of being an actor that mm. whole like mm. fandom universe. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if you could, this is going to be a deep question now, if you could change the industry as it is now, what would you change about it?
1: Um, You know, I think that, when I, I know that when I first uh, came to Los Angeles and I started acting, there were hardly any Asian actors and hardly any Asian roles. Um, it's improving. For sure, there are a lot more um, of us out there on screen who are working and uh, making a difference. And, and, and this year, the last couple years in particular, have really been pivotal for a lot of Asians. Um, I would like to see more Asian men having uh, romantic leads um, mm-hmm. because I think it makes a difference for us culturally. Um, I think that without uh, these men who are, you know, without them being in these kind of roles and being seen as strong, romantic, um, you know, handsome uh, men of value, um, then society doesn't give them a place. Um, Mm. So I would like to see more of, that, um for asian men in particular
0: mm. i mean it's shocking to think that that it still happens because i've i've seen copies of casting calls and uh, it's shocking that how particular they can be through someone's, um, you know, ethnic background, size, you know, and I, I just think it's shocking. It really, really is. And over the years, I know that many women have, have, have spoken out and and took a stand to the way that they've been treated as well in Hollywood. Uh, I mean, what's your view on on your your stances as as a woman within the industry in being treated equal you know is is the time changing is, is it, it getting
1: better it absolutely is. i mean with the whole me too movement um mm. i think that you know we're getting a lot more traction um and um and people are recognizing the problem that there was even a problem um and um and with that i think that um there are men in the industry who are and i have to say some women too um, cause it's not all men, um, but mostly, <laughs> 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 but, uh, but, but, but I think that, um, you know, n- not just in our industry, but in, in every industry, um, people are, are a little bit more aware of what's been going on. Um, not just with you know, mis- mis- misogyny and, and things like that, but also with racism. Um, mm. I think that, that um you know, with the BLM protests and things, it's made people realize that 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 they have unknowingly been part of this systemic racism or mm. you know, misogyny that has been going on for Centuries, mm. um, and so it's it's been sort of a really tough two couple years, I think, for so many people to have their eyes open to what's been going on that they didn't even realize that they've been a part of, or that that we've been, um, you know, subject to in living in the United States and all over the world really. Mm. Uh, we, we're, I think we're going through some growing pains right now, all over the world. And I think a lot of it has to do, you know, the, the internet has great and not so great things, you know, about yeah. it, the, the, all that false messaging that can be sent. Um, but it also can spread awareness and, um, yeah. and uh, you know, can, can ban people together for positive causes as
0: well and from what you've just said let's talk a bit about fashion because that's oh. quite good good actually because uh <laughs> yeah. i will come back to a few of the questions i was going to ask before but you mm-hmm. have started your own fashion line which i think the message is absolutely wonder- wonder- wonderful if you can tell us a bit about 33 edge
1: yes so um i don't know if it's so much fashion because at the moment it's just t-shirts with graphics on it um fashion would actually imply that I'm like sewing and, you know, like, what, like, you <laughs> but, uh, but really it was, uh, something that started with the, during the BLM protests while we were all in quarantine. Um, and even before that, I, 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 I just, I've been so bothered by the division that um, that we've be- all been experiencing, not just here in the United States, but mm-hmm. all over the world. It seems like everything has been polarized, you know, there's, you know, conservative and liberal, you know, it's just... I- I, I feel like there has, had to be more people like myself who wanted more unity and more um, coming together and just a little bit more kindness and understanding and openness. So I created 33 Edge with uh, the idea of bringing equality and unity and sort of promoting, you know, those kind of ideas. So, so the T-shirts, I have one on right here. It Yay. says unity. <laughs> Wait, I can't center it. There we go. <laughs> so so things that say unity, you know, um humanity, kindness, and they're written in um a gradient of skin tones. So it represents um uh diversity and um and I even made a shirt that said american on the front because so many asians uh during the pandemic in america were getting or not even just america really all over the world were getting a, uh accused of bringing the virus to yeah. you know to, to Western countries and mm. and, um, and t- being told to go back to wherever they came from. So I made a shirt that said American with, um, you know, the, the, the different skin tones, the gradient of skin tones, mm. just as a statement saying that, you know, Americans come in a variety of colors, you know, and just because you look Asian doesn't mean you come from China <laughs> and you're, yeah. you know, yeah. not a virus. Um. So yeah, I mean, I guess people are gonna think what they're gonna think, and you know. But I, I just hope that there are more of us who are willing to just put out a more positive message, um, you know, to so, sort of help, uh, maybe tip it, tip the scales, uh, so that people just are. They realize that that even though there are differences, that that really, you know, we're all just humans, and we're all just looking for the same thing. We're all just wanting to be safe, and you know, have food on our table, and in and find, uh, you know, a little bit of kindness, and 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 neighbor, and and know your neighbors, you know, and mm-hmm. and, and and just um, just bring bring back, you know, humanity and mm-hmm. and 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 that kind of you know messaging I just feel like um a lot of that has been lost
0: lately Mm -hmm. and you've even got a lovely range dedicated to your dog as well which I think is really Um, sweet
1: I uh, yes so during COVID I'm going to try not to cry (laughs) during COVID I lost my dog in September who I had for 17 and a half years um she was About a year old when i got her so she was like 18 and a half when she finally passed so there is um a, a shirt that i created that just says rescue just simply rescue across the 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 front um you know dedicated to mushu and um with the proceeds going to help um uh animal shelters uh, here in in los angeles uh, where where i got her i got her from a shelter Aww. and she Ended up being the best dog that anyone could ever hope for.
0: Oh, sorry for your loss, and I know dogs can be, you know, part of your family. They're like a loved oh. one, like like you know, a human. Uh, they really, really are, and they're great listeners. Uh, <laughs> I've got to say. Um, <laughs> so what? So what's the <laughs> end? Oh. <laughs> so what's next then for the brand? Have you got anything? else you know planned for 33 edge and why is it called 33 edge or is that going to be a i'm going to you know, look silly when it you was
1: actually it? a name that i had chosen um over 10 years ago when i was trying to do an athletic line and the number 33 is something just very personal for me because um uh, it's it, spiritually, it's a very strong number, and um, it's the number thirty-three actually appears in in all kinds of religions, um, and um, and and specifically in Hawaiian, um, there's a, a an island that's in the north. Uh, Northern part of the Hawaiian chain called Moku Manamana, where um, the Hawaiians would paddle out to do their ceremonies, and out there there are 33 kiis, which are like tiki gods, and and which are like um, uh areas of of prayer that are set up on the island and there's uh i've never been but i've been told that um during the solstice um the 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 sun when it shines a certain way into one of the the pits that are on the island the hawaiian symbol for 33 appears wow so i just felt like there was such magic in mm. that number um, that uh, that I felt like it was a really good sort of you know way to 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 honor it and uh, and and a lot of the the, the religions that um, you know it, it's it's um, sort of all encompassing for everyone. You yeah,
0: know? yeah. And do your t-shirts and 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 lovely garments ship worldwide, or is it just? We do. I've
1: actually gotten a lot of orders from the UK and oh, um, wow. Australia. I've I've shipped as far as um, uh, Egypt, even.
0: <laughs> wow. So the next challenge is, is on your Instagram, is to try and get pictures of people wearing, you know, the T-shirts around the world. That would be awesome.
1: Yes, I actually have a gallery page on, on oh, wow. 33 Edge um of you know people in the community and um and uh just people who have posted and sent photos of them in the t-shirts who are supporting equality and unity and humanity and kindness it's it's really wonderful
0: that is absolutely amazing and uh, i'll make sure that i'll order a few do you do kiddie size or is it just adults you know, it's
1: just adults for now. I've got to, I've got to make smaller graphics for the kiddies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they can wear them as pajamas, I suppose. Um, right. <laughs> so, so going um, back to your action films and your action past, you do a lot of martial arts in a lot of your shows. What's mm. your martial arts background, you know, with training?
1: Well, I have a black belt in karate and the style of karate that I I learned uh is called Kanzen Budokai, which is based on Shotokan. Um my my instructor is um Persian and he was I think like seventeen time national champion in his day in wow. in Iran and um and has just the most incredible story. Um but um but yeah I, I used to do like Competition and things—it was very competition-based in this this style because he was also a a coach for um, the uh, the junior Olympic team and and stuff like that. But once I got into like the more advanced belts, I had to stop because they don't allow you to wear a face. Covering a face mask, <laughs> so <laughs> in your competition during like fighting, and I thought this needs yeah. to be
0: <laughs> pays the bills. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> because because one of my favorite shows was Martial Law, uh, because wow. you've you've actually worked with quite a quite a quite a few you know well known martial artists, Samuel right. Hung. Sammo yes. Wong was like I grew up watching Jackie Chan and and Sa- Sammo in Meals on Wheels Police Story, and I absolutely loved those the, those movies. And it's well known that he did you know he, he didn't talk a lot because of obviously his his English. How was right. he to work work with? And did you pick up any tips from him while uh, shooting the show?
1: You know, um, Sammo, I think was one of the first asians really to have his own series in the united states um you know it's it's really it's it's quite sad because it's still not happening much but um but yeah he was so amazing to work with you know he was jackie chan's like big brother growing up they grew up together in the the peking opera and um and just watching him move, I mean, he was a big guy, but he would, he was just, he was fearless, you mm-hmm. know, um, he would do things like cartwheeling off the top of a car or, or, you know, jumping feet first through a car window into <laughs> a seat. Um, just, you know, his work ethic was tremendous and so yes even though he did not speak the language um very well and had difficult time with memorizing dialogue and things um he would wear this earpiece you know that would feed him lines before wow. he would have to say them but it was turned up so loud that you would if you were doing a scene with him you could always hear it <laughs> <In> the- <laughs> i can't blame him i would not be able to memorize dialogue you know on a weekly basis the way he did in a foreign language i mean that's yeah. impossible but um but uh he, his work ethic was something else i mean he you know he did all of the stunts and you know all of the acting of course you know was him and and just um this guy was was tremendous. He was such an inspiration.
0: Definitely, definitely a uh, a childhood idol for me. Him and Jackie Chan, mm-hmm. and you've worked with Jet Li as well, which is awesome. Um, yes,
1: yes, I got to fight with both of them. You know, <laughs> it's, yeah. it really. I mean, when you work with people like that, that are just so good at what they do. It's like butter. I mean, you know, fighting with them is so fluid and beautiful. It's it's, um, you know, it's like having a great tango partner. You know, mm. somebody who really knows what they're doing. They just take the lead.
0: Yeah. And do you prefer? You know, obviously in your early career you did a lot of action. Do you prefer now uh, to do action or to do sort of straight acting? So no no now need I'm for kicking people's backsides
1: <laughs> now that i'm old i definitely you're not old you know. to my stunt girls they can always perform so much better than me and um and you know the 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 long-term effects of having to do stunts <laughs> you know are the the injuries last so much longer now um <laughs> uh you know i i I am actually working on a film in a couple of weeks um, that is all drama I was I was really worried I, I didn't want to have to uh, do a film uh, you know, during COVID, I'm a big chicken. I've hardly left my house. I don't even go grocery shopping or eat at restaurants, you know, Um, I'm doing a lot of online shopping, so I am doing my part in helping (laughs) the economy I can tell you that
0: much. Good. (laughs)
1: But um, but, uh, there was this film that was offered um, that I just couldn't say no to. It's um, straight drama. I play a woman who has been diagnosed with breast cancer, who goes on a quest to find the daughter that she gave up for adoption 23 years before, to let her know that she could have the um, the breast cancer gene. Um, and so, yeah, this is the kind of roles that um, that are you know that that I never got offered in the past and um and to be able to be trusted with something like this you know such an important um role in such an important subject um it's really uh, an honor to be able to do these days
0: and obviously the nature of that film is 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 quite serious as well to many others i mean my my mum had breast cancer and um you know it's um you know unfortunately she was in remission for six years and um the cancer's come back now and and it's terminal um but she's she's fighting strong um she's um getting treated treatment but for something like that what sort of research what sort of you know, I'm quite intrigued in, 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 in what you're going to do in the way to prepare for that role.
1: You know, there is, there is quite a lot of research that I've been doing. Um, um, the role requires me to go through a six month journey, um, with a woman who doesn't want to get treatment. Um, Mm. so, so, you know, I've been interviewing doctors. Um, I, I I just had a phone conversation with um, someone uh, uh, in the uh, Breast Cancer uh, Association here. Um, you know, I've spoken to my own doctor Um You know, doing a lot of reading, a lot of um, I've watched documentaries, Mm -hmm. spoken to girlfriends who have had uh, who have gone through the process. Um, Of course, you know, I I haven't really gotten to speak to anyone who is choosing not to get treated. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, but, you know, getting into that mindset of 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 why somebody would choose not getting treated i think is also important mm. um, um, and 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 i really want to do this role justice and surprisingly somebody else who's going to be in the film um is shannon doherty who has been very public about her yeah. breast cancer battle um wow. so yeah i you know she of course didn't want to get on a, a project that wasn't going to do it justice and um and so i really want to make sure that i i do it right and um and uh you know really pay respect to the women and men and mm-hmm. families who have suffered from from breast cancer
0: you see it's quite nice to hear as well the amount of research and 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 effort actors like yourself put into these roles because many just watch you on screen and just think that you come on screen and you do a fantastic job but all the work that you put in before these roles uh, you know and all the effort is incredible
1: it's my favorite part really you know, like the research and getting to know who the character is and sort of piecing their lives together making sense of what you're seeing on on the script on the pages and 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 filling in the blanks with all of this backstory, you know, understanding mm-hmm. the why—why uh, why these p- people choose, you know, what they do on the pages—comes with so much other backstory. Um, and and this character in particular goes through such a journey uh, through her life. I mean, it's just incredible that I'm I'm, I'm having to research, um, you know, foster care in the United States and. Um, and you know, giving an adoption, and you know, understanding what that's like, giving up a, a baby for adoption, and and mm-hmm. all of the the you know psychology that goes with it, um, and 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 through this process, I'm also. You know, finding how flawed our foster care system is in the United States, mm. and I've been I've been driven to you know take up collections because I've also been interviewing um, people who work with foster kids and people who are working with um, young adults who are aging out of foster care because what mm. happens is so many times um, you know at eighteen. Um, A lot of these young adults, they grow up in foster care with very little tools for life, and they're just kind of kicked out and put out on their own to Mm -hmm. figure it out at the age of 18 um, with no guidance, very little tools. Um, And so, yeah, I've been been drawn to... um, doing work now with with um some some foster care so i've i've actually taken up collections and um, having them donated to some group homes for some of these young adults who are aging out. Um, And and it's been very difficult for them during this pandemic because they can't get jobs. They, you know, it's hard for them to stay home and stay Mm -hmm. inside and stay safe. I mean, you know, it's, it's a, it's a difficult age for anyone, much less, you know, people who have no, guidance or tools to to get
0: through life and don't you just wish you could just get them all up together and look after them because being a parent myself and seeing these kids in foster care without parents and 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 it's just heartbreaking it really really is and we talk mm. about obviously you know earlier on we're talking about diverse diversity and inclusion and and me my role as a parent I I think I've got an amazing responsibility and I'm, I'm mm. saying it it's it, it's 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 amazing because I've got the opportunity to bring my kids up with not seeing race We're not seeing, do you know what I mean? Sort of not to be racist and to love everyone. And it's Uh just a great opportunity and I cannot wait. Uh, And I cannot wait to see that project you've got coming out. It it, it sounds like it's going to definitely send a really good message. Uh, And I know it's, it's, it's a difficult subject, but I think that it's good to have those sort of things on screen. You know, for people that may not be able to talk about it to see, you know, your journey and the character's journey. So I'm sure it will be an absolute wonderful project and Mm. I'm sure you'll do fantastic. Um, So (laughs) talking about conventions, um, you know, obviously they're not happening Uh, with COVID. There's a lot of people stuck at home. They can't do anything. Have you got any virtual conventions coming up? Have you done any virtual conventions?
1: Well, I don't have any coming up, but I have done quite a few, and hmm. um, I have to say they're 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 different, um, <laughs> but but they're 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 good in a way that. Um, Uh, because they're online and virtual, we're able to reach a wider audience, more international audience. Mm. So I've been able to to connect with fans all over the world from, you know all over Europe and Asia and and anybody who just has internet is able mm. to tune in and you know get video chats with you one-on-one um it's 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 so much more fun when you have that kind of reach and yeah. um and it's I love meeting um you know fans from from all over the world
0: and are you on Cameo because Cameo is becoming I a trend am now
1: I only just started on Cameo, and um, and it's been really fun. I have to say, the um, <laughs> my, my latest Cameo request was from a guy who's um, who does karate, and um, and I guess there was a guy in his class who was, you know, talking about, you know women and putting women down and um and there was a a black belt a female black belt in his class that you know called him onto the mat and she just laid him out so this guy wants me to do like a a a, a talk you know a a cameo you know making fun of this guy and just talking smack about him i think that's not going to be too hard
0: (laughs) that is going to be awesome excellent and then um obviously we're all stressing about Covid, and we're all at home trying to relax. How do you relax? What is your ideal day to unwind? What do you do to unwind and relax? Um,
1: you know, I I've taken up a lot of hobbies. Um, other than the the t-shirts, of course. <laughs> um, I have been growing a lot of stuff. Um I don't even have I, I just live in a, a, a condo, so I don't even have a yard or anything, but I've got a lot more potted plants. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Sprouting seeds and microgreens and, you know, all the things that you couldn't do because, you know, like I was, I was always traveling, right? I was always on the road and, and, um, and I could barely keep my plants outside alive. But now that I've been spending every single day at home, I'm making kombucha and sprouting seeds and, um, growing microgreens and herbs. And I have like an herb garden in my guest shower because nobody's coming over to visit i know <laughs> i've got wow. like the lights and everything i mean it's it's been really fun just being able to to do all of these things that that you know i would not have had time to do or committed could, the commitment to be able to do
0: <laughs> you know what? i could just imagine the end of covid someone coming around to your place and the oh, thinking my incredible. word <laughs> yeah yeah, it's covered. It's covered in greenery and and every and everything and like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: My, 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 my living room right now is a t-shirt warehouse. <laughs> I am a one-woman show.
0: <laughs> well, fingers crossed, uh, you know, you do really, really well with it, because I think it's a great me- me- message. And uh, yeah. before I leave you to your day your the rest of your morning um and we um bid farewell um what sort of advice would you give anyone at the moment you you know your fans out there that are struggling with the day-to-day life of dealing with this pandemic you know because it's getting everyone down i mean what sort of advice Would would, would you give them
1: Well, you know, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and we're so close. We can all see it with these vaccines that are coming out. Um, You know, that I I feel like this is a chance for us to really come together as a community and show how much we care for one another. Um, Even if you don't believe in the vaccines, wear a mask. Mm. You know, wear a mask. be courteous, be kind to one another, go out and and, and help um, with the food banks or volunteer, make yourself feel valuable and like part of the community. Because I think when we are stuck at home, and we are focused on ourselves i think that's when it's so easy for us to get depressed and anxious and upset with the world and what's going on especially if you're online and (laughs) like watching all of these crazy videos don't do that don't do that to yourself go out and really be a part of your community because this is such a great time to show it and 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 be active and um and get to know your neighbors yeah watch out for one another
0: and we're all in it together you know yeah. we've 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 all got to support each other and uh find yeah. that love and hopefully at the end of this uh covid pandemic we'll have a new appreciation to you know, for things, because we're all stuck inside, we all can't go out as such, you know, but, you know, we need to uh, support each other, uh, and, and you're right, and be kind, I think we need to respect each other, and and support so kelly thank you so much for your time it's been great chatting chatting to you and it's definitely a tick off my 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 bucket list and uh, i've got to say i'm looking forward to everything that you do in the future and uh, i'll definitely be ordering a t-shirt and plugging that as much as i can because it's a great message
1: thank you so much this has been so wonderful i've thoroughly enjoyed doing this interview i really really appreciate being on this show thank you